Mr. Batman. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Welcome to Darkseid's Couch Park. I'm Shay. This is James. This is Mike. Was that an elephant? Uh, that was a cow at the end. Yeah, um, no, that cow was going to be eaten by those dinosaurs. No, that 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 was a genuine uh, dinosaur before that. Um, no, it wasn't. Yeah, well, it, was it wasn't really a nice. genuine dinosaur because we don't know what those sound like. Yeah, right. Well, everything else is everything else is made up. Yeah, yeah. I, I may have I I may have misunderstood the assignment, but I'll, I'll have <laughs> I'll have it right next week. I'll fix it. I'll get rid of the cow. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Everything's gonna be great. Again, the cow has been eaten. The cow is gone, guys. What if uh, d- dinosaurs didn't make any sounds? They might not have. I mean, we don't know. No, we don't. I think it's, they had to have made some kind of sounds. They have to intimidate each other. And how did Noah fit them all in the ark? That is interesting. <laughs> that is, maybe it was bigger on the inside than the outside. That, uh, that wrecked my faith. That was the oh, yeah. final straw when I was in eighth grade and I was over, it was hanging on by a thread. Right. Like the chance that it could be real. And then they showed us a video in CCD. CCD was like Wednesday night Catholic education. Mm-hmm. And they showed us a video explaining how Noah fit the dinosaurs in the ark. And I was oh like, that's my it. God. That's no, it. I'm out. Didn't. I'm out. You lost me. You should have just said the dinosaurs died in the flood. That's you would have had me for another year if you just... You just suspended my disbelief for a little bit. But then, then you read a Superman comic and you learned about the bottle city of Candor, and it renewed your faith in the ability to shrink the dinosaurs down and get them on the Ark, right? All right. Yeah. Okay. That's how they All probably right. did it. Yeah, they used yeah that that's how they did it, right? Te- Candor technology, sure. They shrunk them. They shrunk them down. I used to mm-hmm. love those. Those were great. The little shrinky, spongy dinosaurs. It's almost like that was a, sto- it was a story made up by someone who doesn't understand about inbreeding. <laughs> Well, it, it's kind of the Bible was written very similar to comic books. You kind of just made it up as you went, and if it didn't make sense, you just told the reader, "No, you're wrong," and you figured it out as you went. The power of God prevented uh, terrible inbreeding mutations. Are you saying God isn't powerful? Are you saying God can't handle that? God can untangle DNA. Well, I don't know, guys, because this comic kind of tells us who God is, and it's—I mean, expected but not expected. He it does. This comic book told us who God was? Well, yes. God is the uh, the writer and artist. There is a that specific is panel where one of them screams, this is my God. Oh, oh. Right. she's right. Okay, all right, she's all right, right. Well, I just thought that guy was a dumbass. That's all I, I love that yeah. James makes fun of me about like that I didn't read the comic or something. And numerous times in probably every episode are moments where I have to essentially spell something out like that. And I, and, but I'm wrong. Wow, that's some dirty, dirty pool. Christ. <laughs> Uh, I came in with a good mood. Now, now I'm furious. Um, oh. Do you want to explain what we're doing here? It's a very special uh, DC comic book, and it says, Danger, Dinosaurs at Large. You got to well, say it the right way. It, it, it's no got to be big. It's got like a big like news right. feel to it. Danger, Dinosaurs at Large. I thought I did do it big. Well, what I'm getting at here is that it's Dinosaur Month. Oh right! It's, a, yeah. it's September. Jesus uh, Christ! September Saurus. It's September September Saurus, or maybe Stegosember, or no, it's September Saurus. Jurassic Pod cast. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there we go. No, yeah, yeah, September Saurus. Yeah. The incredible dinosaur invasion of 1977. I'm sure we all remember. 
And on the on the cover, there's a guy named Captain Comet who's clearly wearing tidy whities over his costume. And I've got a lot to say about his tidy whities, to be honest with you. Uh, That's one, funny like, because I don't yeah. have a lot to say about this man at all. Oh, I've got plenty to say about Captain Comet. Captain Comet may be the ultimate bemmer. He may be. No, really. Okay, so let's we've talk been, about. We've been we've been waiting for the chosen one for so long. <laughs> this is it's kind of like the anti Quasar, whereas a guy that I thought was going to be way more impressive than he actually turned out to be, like Quasar, uh, Captain Comet. I just assumed was a, a super generic, just everyman space guy, and he's actually pretty fucking badass. No, he he is a generic everyman no, space yeah. guy. Did we read the same comic? Right, no, he, I, he was he's the, he was everything about he was the opposite of everything I liked about Quasar. Right. Quasar, like, first thing he did was like, I'm going to try to figure this out without hurting anybody. This guy is just like, I'm going to abandon my post to hurt people. First of all, that is one of his things is that he traditionally doesn't get into physical fights if he can avoid it. So right there, you just made my point for Captain Comet. So, for, so first thing he did in this book. Well, yeah, he, he had to land a space punch. He, he slid on his uh, uh, burnt toast man costume and fucking flew down to Earth to go punch dinosaurs. Let me tell you, first of all, uh, let me get some credits out. This is a DC special issue 27 from 1977, a book called Danger, Dinosaurs at Large, written by Bob Rosakis, art by Bob, Richard... Bob Razagul. Yeah, uh, Trent Reznor, uh, art by Richard J. Buckler Sr. and Joe Rubenstein. Okay, so why... Mr. I, Rubenstein. Yes. So here's to you, Mr. Rubenstein. Uh, he may be the ultimate bemmer. Bem, bem, of course, stands for brains, emotion, muscles. I thought he was a stupid dick. All right. So here's the thing. He's from 1951. All right. He's a, he's a minor character in the DC Comics canon, but he's in a unique position because he actually came about in that little tiny little gap between the golden age and the silver age, or maybe the overlap between it's sometimes called the, the atomic age because it all these spacemans in there. So he's, he's a hero of the atomic age, right? He's also one of the few DC characters to not have his origin or anything changed dramatically since his inception in the 50s. Okay, fine. Here's some other cool stuff, though. Here's, he's, got some cool, he's got cool powers. He's got cool background. Uh, along with Namor from uh, Marvel and Toro, the original Human Torches sidekick, he's one of the first mutant metahuman superheroes, predating X-Men by 12 years. Okay, I did pick up on that, that, he, right. that he called himself a mutant. But I realized after talking and say okay i need to go back and correct myself i just said that i didn't have much to say about him i have a lot to say about him because i remembered at the end of the comic i definitely walked away being very confused about what the fuck he was trying to tell Mm me mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i hope that someone can explain the end of this comic to me the end of it okay well, well we'll get there uh captain comet he has a metagene as i mentioned and it was triggered by a comet passing overhead and it basically super evolved them, and he's seen as the reverse of an evolutionary throwback. He's an accidental specimen of future man. I'm waiting for that, too. Yeah, he's there. He, he is the goal. He's the end goal, okay? L- listen, to, listen to the powers he's got. He's got all the flight. He's got the invulnerability. He's got all the super speed and all that kind of stuff. Here's a couple other things he's got. He's got post-cognition. So he can tell things that happened that he would have no direct reason to know about. He can find car keys. That's how he discovered it. He found his mom's car keys without knowing where they were. Post-cognition? You Post- mean pre-cognition? No, it's post-cognition because it's already happened. Oh. He can okay. know things that he wouldn't have otherwise known. So he knows things that happened. He knows things that happened without having been told or having been around. Oh, them. okay. I was going to say, like, I have that power, too. Yeah, it's not, it's not, he's not Wikipedia. He's just got immediate awareness. 
I'm uh, I'm I learn as well. <laughs> Captain Comet with the power of learning, basically. Yeah, with the power of access to the internet. No, no, he he has a wiki brain uh, just automatically downloaded. He can play musical instruments without training. All right, you just sit down at a piano and knows how to play without training. He's an elite. Oh, he's he's like Les Claypool. There, yes. Can Les Claypool do that? Yes. He's a he's a pretty talented man. Oh, he's an amazingly talented man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen a video of him pick up an instrument for the first time and master it in seconds. Good for him. Uh, Captain Comet is also an Olympic-level athlete in sports he's never played before. Just like me. He's just, yeah, there you go. You're probably great at croquet. So he's just perfect. He is the perfect man. Just like me. Yeah, his parents were also a Midwestern farm couple named John and Martha. Is he just Just Doc Samson or whatever the, the Golden God was? Uh, the man, the bronze man. Yeah, but he doesn't have to work out for two 60-minute sessions a day or whatever the hell Doc Savage had to do. Yeah, Randy Savage. Yes. It's gonna, part of the same Savage lineage. In this cover, uh, there's a di- like a big orange dinosaur, which I assume represents Trump. And uh, yes. the, the dinosaur's claws are stomping down on uh, a marching band guy. Yes. And uh, Captain Comet flies up and punches the dinosaur in the uh, tongue. tongue. Right in the tongue. Right and fucking a, in the tongue. And, and there's another marching band guy getting into a gunfight mm-hmm. with a aerobics instructor dinosaur man <laughs> who would be even more spectacular if this was accurate and they gave them a plumage of feathers. <laughs> this is a pretty good cover. The more you look at it, the more enjoyable it becomes. It really is. Don't you just want to give him like a big plumage, like a fucking... <laughs> Like a peacock or something. Well, I I will say so. So there's in addition to the T Rex, there's also like this this human T Rex hybrid, which I said last time was a man, and I guess I, I guess that was judgmental of me because he was so aggressive. I assumed he's a man. We guess we don't know. We don't really know if it's a man or a woman. Well, it's a dinosaur. It doesn't matter. It's what matters se- is its lack of plumage uh, and its sexy thighs. This is a beautiful animal. Everyone in this comic book has sexy thighs, sure. especially the marching band guys, because yeah. they're always they're always marching. <laughs> so the the main marching band guy, uh, he, they're dressed like Prince, basically. They're frills and purpley uh, with some nice white and yellow highlights. Uh, the main guy is Tommy Tomorrow, and he's got his buddy Brent, I believe, and they're uh, <laughs> they're they're forgettable. <laughs> they are they are everything that I thought Captain Comet was until I realized uh, how badass he was. I'm Captain Tomorrow, and this is Brent. Brent. <laughs> it's Tommy Tomorrow. He's a, I think he's actually a sergeant or something. Uh, oh yeah, they called him like Captain Tomorrow yeah, like, or Sergeant Tomorrow or whatever. Tongue. Yeah, no. Which is great because there's nothing like having someone's last name be Tomorrow during a time travel. Yeah, fits. Uh, comic. It was, no, it's a, it's a great bit up until the mm-hmm. point of where they only refer to him as Tomorrow. Yeah. It's also funny because the Tommy Tomorrow stuff is only set like 35 years in the future from right now. So he's he's rapidly just becoming Tommy today. Yeah. You think the kid reading this is like reading it goes, oh, Tomorrow, I get it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It made him a, that, that was a young Rob Liefeld. Right. He learned how to write. Just aggressively, uh, like, erasing the feet because he can't do it. I can't fucking do it! (sighs) Why can't I get him right? His parents didn't believe in him. I I read an article about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that Levi ad. Maybe that wasn't in that. I don't know. Was it a Levi ad? No, we watched that on the show, the Levi ad. Yeah. Oh, yes. Directed by Spike Lee. Yeah. That was Um, weird. Captain Comet also, uh, he has, he explored space in a vehicle called the Cometeer, saving civilizations and meeting beautiful alien damsels in distress. And he once battled mad Greek gods from space. 
Great. Come on, man. This guy, this is cool. Okay. He's got a cool like, power why, set. Why, why, why doesn't he save this civilization? Well, because he's got other shit to do. Like what? Bails, he bails on us immediately and goes helps other people. If you were as evolved as me and Captain Comet, you would understand. You'd see the grand scheme of things. You want to know why? Because those other planets have oil. <laughs> Get over there. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because we, we, the dinosaurs died and we dug up their bones to make oil to make our cars go faster. And uh, now, allegedly. And now that's killing us uh, just like the dinosaurs. Is that a fact that the dinosaur bones or just um, decayed matter creates oil? Is that a fact or is that a, the theory? I thought that was how they basically create oils. Yeah, I thought it was just decayed bones, decayed dino I th- bones. I, I think it's a, just a theory. I think it, they don't know. How would we know? Uh, uh, so, so how, how would you know? We just started finding oil and nobody thought to like reverse look it engineer up. it? Okay. Let's look it up. Let's, let's see. Uh, Where does oil come This is going to be some like Nickelodeon uh, website for children's facts. Oh, we, I don't know. Are all fossil fuels? I mean, the term fossil. Fuels I know, is right but that there. could that could just yeah. be that could just be the the name they stuck with. Like we, uh, where does oil come? Crude oil come from? There you go. Does oil come from dinosaurs? Let's get really specific. Hyper yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Oil and natural gas do not come from fossilized dinosaurs. Thus, they are not fossil fuels. Ah, uh, huh. all right. Hey, hey, there you go. Well, it's from a website called PlasticsToday.com, so they might be biased. <laughs> Let's see. Might have well, an agenda. Where does most oil on Earth come from? Oh, that would also tell us, like, yeah. Right, I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to go to PlasticsToday.com. They seem like a reputable source. <laughs> no, go to BP.com. Yeah, let's see what they have to say. No, 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 no. Um, oh, this is a no, lot of, this no, is a lot no. of rain. Okay, fine. Look, we got a whole month to figure this out. I thought, yeah, I thought the term fossil fuels was like a publicity thing, and it wasn't wow. real. Wow. Okay, fine. We'll look back into this, and we'll circle back around. We've got three more weeks of uh, Stegosember, or whatever the fuck this is. Uh, September September source. We'll learn later. I guess. We'll that'll be our homework, and we'll come yeah, back yeah. next I week. Got, I, I got to fix that opening, <laughs> and I got to uh, learn about oil. <laughs> look at me, look at Mike knowing stuff. So looking at this first page here, one thing I do want to note, uh, and we'll get to the villain Kronos. Uh, Kronos has an interesting color scheme, and I can't help but notice because it's on on display best here in this first page, is that Captain Comet and Kronos should really switch their trunks with each other. Yeah, they should. It would make yeah, a lot more Kronos, sense. Yeah, they really should. Kronos has, like, he looks a little bit like Mr. Miracle, a little bit like the Vision, and he's got striped Beetlejuice pants and red boxer shorts. He looks like the bad guy from Final Fantasy VI. I don't know. I I started at seven. Of course yeah. you did. I'm push, pushing my glasses oh my up. Fucking dorks. <laughs> it's actually Final Fantasy IV in China. And, uh, I, think, uh, I think I stopped at 7. I think oh I played God. 7 and that was my last one. 7 is fantastic. But anyway. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Meanwhile, Captain Comet wears white tidy whiteies with some yellow highlights on them that would look great on Kronos. Yeah, and, and Captain Comet looks like he peed himself. <laughs> looks. I, he does. I, I appreciate how much he's owning that look, but yeah, he really should switch switch that out for something else. What if they were like secretly having sex with each other and they almost got caught and they like quickly put on their oh. costumes and they accidentally switched their yeah. underwear? This is what we meant to happen. I mean, they're both very attractive men. Yeah, they are. Although I don't know if Kronos, he's got a mask, but his mask is so tight to his face that I can't tell if it's just his face that's been altered. Kronos's abilities and powers are so bizarre. I'll, I'll we'll talk we'll talk about it when we get to yeah. it. Because it's so ridiculous. He, it's so I think like, he just. I think he just likes time. Yeah, he's he, into time. He's he's like a. I guess he time travels, but he's also the Green Goblin. 
he's a strange guy. Okay, yeah, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. First page is just kind of a nice splash page. Give us a little overview of what's happening. Like the splash of Captain Comet's pee. <laughs> so basically what's happening in this story is there is a comet ripping its way through space and uh, it's and affecting time. and time, and it's affecting both the JLA Watchtower in 1977 and uh, Tommy Tomorrow's ship in 2056. Mm-hmm. And Tommy Tomorrow's ship looks like a giant toilet seat. Yeah. I don't know why they went for that. Yes, not sure what the idea was. They're in the bridge and they go, Tommy Tomorrow, look at this. Hey, tomorrow, we're in the future. Huh, that's funny. Yeah, to them it's not tomorrow. I really it doesn't it doesn't play. It only plays when you're visiting the past. I wonder what happened in the English language in the years between 1977 and uh, the future Ooh. that um, that the word tomorrow turned into a surname and yeah. not the word describing the next day. Yeah, it's it's Ooh, just a last name. Damn, then some high mm-hmm. thoughts. Yeah, yeah, that's high <laughs> ideas. Busted. <laughs> I thought I heard some sounds before we started. I thought I heard a little bit of the, uh, oh, that's the wrong one. Both the, both the image for the bong and the image for the horn look kind of the same on my board. Oh, that was funny. Um, I thought I heard a little partying. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's pretty similar. Um, so in 1977, and it's really hard to not call that the past because it's not the past, it's the present in the terms mm-hmm. of this of this book. Right. Man, we're kind of smacking between the two of these, honestly. And uh, Hawkman's involved in his, like, his timeline's a little confusing as well. Right. Now, Hawkman, he's a, a reincarnation of the Egyptian god Khufu. So, uh, sometimes. Right? Yeah. It'd be, it'd be fun to introduce him to Moon Knight's god, Khonshu. Mm-hmm. Khufu, Khonshu. Khonshu, mm-hmm. Khufu. And then go to Thanagar together. Yeah. Holding hands and giggling. Yeah. Where's that fit in? You with like with like the other Justice League, like, where's that fit in, you fucking liar? <laughs> Busted. He can't even keep track of his own continuity. It's very difficult for him. Which are you? Like, you reincarnated Egyptian or are you an alien? I don't know. He's just like, I'm I'm just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I've got some Yeah, I figured. Wings. I it's figured. Very, it's very hard for me to sit down on your chairs with my giant angel wings. Are you just a fucking weightlifter that's that got some wings? <laughs> Whoa, just a weightlifter? Come on, man. He looks great. He does give look great. Yeah, he does. Give, he give does. him some credit. Um, so you spend he, most of the time in the JLA gym just keeping up with that physique. So then just, he, and then you fly to trouble with your fucking bat? Uh, so... Captain Comet is hanging out with Hawkman on the JLA Watchtower. And I guess I guess at this point, Captain Comet isn't a member of the JLA, so I don't know what he's doing there. Yeah, what are you doing here? You don't belong here. I mean, here. he does look like the love child of Captain Marvel and yeah. Superman. In a way, he kind of is. is. Yeah, yeah, he kind of yeah. is. Yeah. Or what, what's the name of that, um, uh, not Doctor Strange, but the, 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 the Strange in DC continuity. What the fuck is that name? Hugo that Strange? No, what's, he's like... Um, Doctor Fate? No, he's strange is his name, but he uh, he he like has a zeta ray. He flies across the universe. Oh, Adam like, Strange. Adam Strange. He's kind of like Adam Strange in Superman. He is. He is kind of. He is kind of yeah. similar to Adam Strange. Absolutely. I guess I see why they wouldn't have him on there because he pretty much admits that he's just Superman light. Yeah. Well, he's got Superman doesn't have postcognition, which he really should if he's going to be a reporter. That's That'd way be better useful. than fucking Hawkman. He's Superman. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Well, I mean, Captain Comet seems to like him because it kind of seems like he's flirting with him. Sorry, Hawkman, stay here. We don't need to know about Egypt. <laughs> we have a book. You can just stay here. 
Well, Captain Comet thinks Hawkman's pretty cool, and he thinks they're both loners, and they should be loners together. And Hawkman really doesn't have time for this shit. And Hawkman's just like, I have a wife. I think. So they get hit by the comet. And then meanwhile, we see what's going on in Tommy Tomorrow's prince ship. And uh, they're trying to get this dude, this doctor, back to a planet called Vega 4 to uh, prevent an outbreak of space fever before it becomes an uh, epidemic. If it's on Vega 4, why is it space fever? I feel like this is a setup before like a disco music video. Or porn. What? Yeah. Or porn. Well, this was back in the time where you just put space before everything. And you go, right, but you know, then yeah. every disease on Earth should be called space something. Uh, yeah, like but space again. Space COVID. I'm sub- we're all suffering from this terrible Delta variant of space COVID. Well, again, at the time, at the time, this was expected. Nowadays, you wouldn't necessarily do that. It it's, was, the, it's the space Delta variant of, of, of space COVID. I don't know, man. So they're trying to get this doctor back, and he's very anxious to get back to Vega 4. And, I mean, if you if you ask me, fuck Vega 4, because any society, if, if you can't unify yourself enough to deal with a deadly global pandemic, then you don't deserve to continue existing. All right. So, I, I, so, uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Maybe so, maybe maybe maybe, maybe he's about to bring them their space vaccine. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's been. Uh, uh, so anyway, uh, they get hit by the comet as well. And they get, or they get caught. I thought they get caught, caught in its wake. You know what? Yeah, they do. I'm sorry. They get caught in the drag of this comet. Yes. What a and drag. The, yeah, well, it was a serious drag because it starts dragging them backwards through time. Yeah. It's like when you have to move back in with your parents. <laughs> I can't go back into my old room. Uh, they travel back in time and uh, they, they immediately see some pterodactyls. And they put a P in front of it like you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, they do respect that. I just realized because of me and it's far too early but this has got some weird heaven's gate vibes going on uh because they're uh spaceship in the wake of uh following in the wake of a meteorite and they're dressed in purple jumpsuits oh Oh, yeah yeah. she's right she's right (laughs) so was prince in heaven's gate yes prince was a heaven's gate guy right okay yeah yeah That, that makes total sense yeah and uh, so the ship is, uh, it's it's off course, and, it's, and they're trying to gain control of it, and it tips over a little bit, and the lid opens, and some shit falls out. <laughs> All right. That's not okay. Uh, but anyway, they see pterodactyls, and you can tell they're from Earth, because as soon as they see something they don't recognize, they immediately attempt to kill it. And I guess uh, pterodactyls, uh, they, they're on other planets, too. Because they, uh, say, they say, like, they're extinct here on Earth and everywhere else in the galaxy. Yeah, which I thought was a weird thing to say as well. Oh, huh, they got pterodactyls in other places, I guess. What? Maybe maybe they, in the other plants, they pronounce the P. Oh, um, I do have dinosaur facts here. So oh, I've, got, I've got a couple of pterodactyl facts. Uh, mm-hmm. Belief is now that they were bald with feathers. So this oh. is bullshit. Just like me. Yep. Uh, and as for why aren't pterodactyls considered dinosaurs, I know this is incensed Shay. It's uh, according to the Orlando Science Center, because they flew and their front limbs stretch out to the sides, that means they're not dinosaurs. Instead, they're a distant dinosaur cousin. And you believe in dinosaurs, bro? Yeah, none of these are real. Like, none of this stuff happened. They just make it up. Uh, they are related to birds. And as we all know, birds are a government plot. And we see, <laughs> yeah, they were back then, too. Yeah, yeah. They're just this bigger is, birds. It's a long-ranging <laughs> conspiracy, yes. It- so they're flying around being attacked by uh, pterodactyls, and, they're, and they are mm-hmm. not pronouncing the P, I'm assuming. No. We're going to space crash. 
So they open up, so they turn on their deflectors, right? And it mm-hmm. obliterates the head of a fucking pterodactyl. It's pretty it crazy. Really, I, I honestly frowned at this part because I thought I had gotten us into a comic where I was just going to watch dinosaurs die a whole bunch. And you did. Right. Yeah. I know. I, I'm sorry. Their, their immediate response to the pterodactyls, which they've never seen before, is to see if they can fry it alive. And they do. Yes. Well, shit, well, shit, the dinosaurs are already dead from our point of view. I mean, it's not like they're just going around murdering puppies. Well, like this these... might be how they went extinct. It's Tommy Tomorrow just blowing up in his toilet ship. And that's also 1977, so most things are dead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hang in there, baby. R.I.P. most things. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then they're worried about space crashing. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're able to pull up and avoid crashing. Uh, but their ship is fucked, and they got to figure out where they are and what's going on. And they open the yes. door, and they go, wait a minute, this wasn't a space crash. There's ground. Have you been lying to us this whole time, Tommy Tomorrow, you piece of shit? You know, they would die. They would like As soon as they try to go outside, they would suffocate. Yeah, well, they're not acclimated to Well, he is He is from 35 years in the future, so no, who knows maybe what kind of advancements. Maybe, yeah, they got new lungs. Yeah, they got new lungs. Any day now. We're going to need it's new good. ones. I mean, these old ones are terrible. It's the breathe yeah, whatever the, lungs. The timeline here I get so confused about. Well, these are from the these are the guys from 2056 or whatever yep. it is, and, and they, now they're in the year uh, uh, one million BC, 100 million BC. Yeah, and they're upset because it's gonna be a million years before Jesus shows up, and they're like, okay, so they were hundred million. They were in 2056, which is when space fever was happening. 2056. Yep. Yeah. We got right? space fever right now, though, yeah. too. Yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> and then COVID, and then Captain uh, Cupid is yes. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. He's in 1977. He's in 1977, but right. was but he mentions being born like 100,000 okay. years too early or so something. I have to clarify this because this is weird. He keeps saying that he's he was born early, and he's not. Yeah. He, is, he is from his time, but because he is so hyper-evolved, I believe he is relating to the future. He doesn't relate to his modern society because he's so incredibly advanced, bragging well, he little. All- he also says that he was gone for 20 years or something. Yes, he was he was exploring space on his own trying to find himself. And then he did and came back and put on a pair of underwear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Captain Chad came back, put on his yes. underwear, decided he was going to be uh using more than 10% of his brain and becoming a superhero. Well, he already was before. He 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 was a superhero before then, and then he decided he had to find himself. Mm-hmm. He went backpacking oh, through space. Okay, so this is Superman's walking year in space. Got it. Right, and then he came back, and it does say, uh, and I don't know enough about this before, to say for sure, but from my research, it seems like he was far more of a pacifist before he went and found himself. So he went out, he explored space, and then he came back, and he became a little more physically aggressive, which is why he's punching dinosaurs. He's probably just like, nothing matters. Yeah, 20 years in space, and during that 20 years, that's when he was fighting space Greek gods, and that's why he was uh, loving space alien dinosaur ladies. Yeah, he was. And so uh, he, was, he, was expo- he was really finding what he was into at the time, and it turns out that what he was into was punching things. Uh, fans, you, if you want, you can make me some fan art of uh, Captain Comet having sex with dinosaur ladies. Sure, why not? Yeah, why why wouldn't not? we do that? I wouldn't so Tommy Tomorrow decides that they have to go find that comet in order to get back on track. I don't know why they think they need to get the comet. I mean, they just need to get out of there, but all right, fine. Um, and so they head off to go get the comet. Keep in mind, uh, there's Tommy Tomorrow, there's his assistant Brent, and then there's just this old Brent. fucking scientist. He's yeah. The guy, yeah, he's the guy they were going to take to yeah. Vega 5. He's the one who cares about uh, saving them from the space flu. 
Mm-hmm. And here they are spreading it to Earth in 100 yeah. million BC. And so now we flash onto Earth and we see that the, the subway is being overrun by dinosaurs. Right. Yes, a triceratops comes out because they're assholes. They're in uh, Gotham City and uh, and like at first it was the Joker going, Ladies and gentlemen of Gotham City, I will blow up this subway. And before he, he finishes the sentence, a triceratops yeah. just <laughs> smashes him. Scored by triceratops. <laughs> yeah, and he shakes him around. Like he's screaming with the the horn through his yeah. fucking and stomach. Bruce Wayne is thinking, "Oh, I'm so glad somebody did that. Oh, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Now I don't. I, no I no blood him. on my hands. I didn't kill him. He's like Cronus, um, my dude. You got and, uh, him. <laughs> one of the guys in the subway yells out, "It's some kind of monster," which is, of course, a reference to the Metallica documentary. It's yeah, and, uh, <laughs> maybe people in the '70s just weren't as aware of dinosaurs as we are now. You know what, though. Uh, the people who wrote this certainly were not, because now it is believed that the Triceratops may not have existed. <laughs> what about all the wait, fossils, it, you mean James? Like, what do you about mean all the fossils? In, oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. God. I need clarification, because mm-hmm, do you mm-hmm, mean mm-hmm, in the way mm-hmm. that the Brontosaurus was originally made up, or do you mean in the way that now they've essentially found that the Brontosaurus was kind of like a, a youngling in the progression of a type of dinosaur? Yes, they believe, Mike... That the Triceratops, what we think of as a Triceratops, might have actually been a young version of the Taurosaurus because they've never found any young Taurosaurus bones before. They don't know. Dinosaurs aren't real. They don't know. (laughs) But I'm going to trust the paleontologist more than I trust Mike yelling at me over Zoom. Well, listen, 100 million years ago, 2,000 years ago, what do you think is probably more real? I, I uh, what? Mm-hmm. I got lost on that. You're talking about Jesus. Uh, yeah. about Jesus? You're talking about Jesus, James. Oh, look, Jesus invented the dinosaurs to help him get around faster. I mean, James knows more about this technically than both of us combined. Or not James. I'm sorry, Mike. Mike knows more about Jesus more than both of us combined, James. And dinosaurs. Yeah. And, get, and no, oil I'm facts. not giving you dinosaurs. Well, yeah, I'm no, you, you can't Jesus have dinosaurs. Yeah, I can. You can't have dinosaurs. With the power of Christ, everything is possible. <laughs> he is right about the power of Christ. Fuck. I am Damn right. It. I am right. You're you're welcome, modern world. While we're on the Triceratops thing, my father, who is uh, a dumb a dumb person, uh, right, intellectually incurious, uh, had, a, had a history of saying very very stupid things, and sometimes I would make a mental note of them. And he once said one thing when he saw a Triceratops, not a real one, not not like hanging out in the yard or anything. Uh, he saw a Triceratops, and he said something so stupid that I wrote it down, and I've remembered it all this time. I wrote it down immediately so I would get it exactly right. And what he said when he saw a Triceratops was this. Trisophagus. Them things used to fight the T-Rex. <laughs> Verbatim, that is what oh, he said. Oh, man, that's a shirt. <laughs> yeah, Trisophagus. Let's get that Trisophagus shirt going. Yeah, that's a good one. We actually can definitely do that one. There's no <laughs> copyright on Trisophagus. Trisophagus. They fight the T Rex. How do you how do you spell Septembosaurus? Trisophagus sounds like a bicycle. <laughs> yes, that's it's a Triceratops with wheels. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a like a body part we haven't found yet. Yeah. It's all of these things. I accidentally scratched my trisophagus. I'm going to call my dick that from now on. <laughs> oh, I take back the, what I said then. Yeah. Why do I? Because it's a shaft and two balls to trisophagus. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, so then <laughs> we then we flash back to the JLA Watchtower, and uh, 
they're seeing the dinosaurs, and it's funny to me because Captain Comet says, dinosaurs, it's unbelievable. And Hawkman says, well, you know, you're a mutant and I'm a reincarnated Egyptian hawk god, so maybe we'll just roll with this. Allegedly. Yeah. Well, either way, we're on a we're on a floating satellite for the Justice League. Maybe we'll just roll with the dinosaur thing. So, so Hawkman uh, goes, "I, uh, Captain Comet, I am electing you as an honorary member of the Justice League." And Superman uh, hears it from however far away he is, and he's no. just like, "That son of a bitch, Hawkman, you can't nominate nobody." <laughs> You're on probation as it is, motherfucker. And he goes, and what I need you to do is watch this screen and call me if something happens. And he goes, wait a minute. I actually have superpowers. Doesn't it make more sense for you to just look at the screen and call me? He goes, no, I'll use the power of, my, of the knowledge of Egyptology to solve this problem. Uh, so, yeah, he Hawkman just leaves Captain Comet to keep an eye on things and go be a real hero. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile. Somehow. Uh, yeah. Captain, we actually don't see Hawkman do anything useful. Because he can't do anything useful in this situation. He's going to fly around and like record it with his phone. It's entirely possible that he just didn't get involved. What if he just went and just left? I'm just waiting in his apartment until it's over, and he's going to go back and goes, goes, wait a minute, you, you left your station. We're knocking Hawkman, but I've absolutely done that. I've absolutely been in charge of people where I put them on a job, and then I walked into another room, and I just kind of sat down for a while. Ugh. I've done that. That's I've the worst. There. I've been there. Uh, so then Captain Comet just starts clicking through the TV uh, and seeing what's going on over Earth, and he sees Kronos for the first time fighting a Brontosaurus. He goes, hey, that guy's got my underwear. Like, oh, man, I got to <gasps> go engage he's this. Like, he's like, well, last this, night. This confuses me because <laughs> when he sees Kronos, he doesn't realize Kronos is a bad guy. So he thinks that Kronos is taking care of things, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. that he's causing fucking issues. Mm-hmm. How does he not know? But he... Uh, yeah, exactly. He's he not has, omniscient. Like, he doesn't know everything. Yeah, but, but, but wouldn't he know it when he saw him? Like, wouldn't he be aware of, like, who he is as soon as he saw him? No, he didn't read the JLA case files. No, I mean with his powers. Yeah, you said I'm, he knows everything, essentially. He, I, I explicitly just said he doesn't know everything. He's not omniscient. Or is it like that Christopher Walken Sarah Live sketch where he, like, touches stuff? And he yeah. goes, <laughs> he, you're going to get an ice cream headache. Look, he's not Dr. Manhattan. He's not God. He and as we'll see, he figures out because he also has telepathy and telekinesis. All right, looking okay. pretty good, looking pretty sweet. Yeah. All of a sudden, all, it makes more sense for him to go deal with this dinosaur problem than uh, fucking uh, a winged dipshit. And why? He, and then he does exactly that. What if he yeah. like go? Uh, Hawkman just goes back home and opens up a big book about Egypt. We forgot to point out then if if Triceratops aren't real, uh, the yeah. next city also is fighting a Brontosaurus, which aren't real. So then we see the other JLA members actually trying to do shit. They're Successfully. fairly effective. Yeah. yeah. Uh, except uh, they, they put Black Canary on like a tiny little spire on the top of a building, and she's just yelling at pterodactyls. Hey, you yeah. could quit flying up there. Except what? she's like belting it out in her scream, but that's what she's saying. They're using her like a fucking like scarecrow. <laughs> but isn't she just going to like stun them with her voice and then they're just going to fall on the street and kill people? Yeah, crush a boy. Yeah. This doesn't seem like a good plan. Wonder Woman's what if, right there. What if like uh, uh, Hawkman's walking out of the, the museum, right? And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden a pterodactyl just crushes him from the sky? <laughs> <laughs> Fitting end. Uh, I don't know. He has, man. He's got a bag full of souvenirs from the Egypt, from like the Egyptian section of the museum. Yeah. He's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. I'm the Pharaoh. You ever think Superman just can't stand these fucking dipshits? Because they're all beneath him. 
Right, he here he uppercuts a, a T-Rex, and that T-Rex looks like it's having the worst day of its life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just showed up here. Like, this isn't his fault. Like, over here, like, you can see uh, the Flash is, is, like, just flying around. It looks like he's flying. He's flying around the, the belly and back of the dinosaur. Like, don't mm-hmm. worry, Superman. I'll distract him. And Superman, at hypersonic speed, flies up, uppercuts the dinosaur to death. Like, yeah. And that, that image doesn't make a lot of sense to me because we see that this T-Rex is knocking over buildings. So he's thousands of feet tall, but Superman is also like half his size. And the Flash as well is pretty yeah. huge. I don't understand this image. It's just not a good drawing. Yeah, it's a little, a little struggling. And, uh, yeah. and here like Green Lantern uh, sees that this fish dinosaur thing was talking shit. <laughs> yeah, so he Aqu- just fly, flies up and goes, that's enough out of you. Yeah, Aquaman reported it to Green Lantern. And he throws his hand up. Aquaman's in the background riding a whale with it, throwing his yeah. hand up in the air. He's going, yeah! Fuck, <laughs> yeah, I've been wanting to do that forever. You got him, dude! <laughs> so then we see where this dinosaur man, woman creature comes from. It's yeah. probably a man. Dino Actually, person. you know what? There's a, there's a camel toe. There is a little cam toe, and I mean, the female T-Rex might be more aggressive because it's got to protect the babies. And it makes no sense for it to have uh, mammal-like breasts. Yeah, Mm, it's interesting. So this T-Rex stumbles upon the the comet, the meteor, whatever it was. And this T-Rex looks like it's in terrible shape. Yes. (laughs) What do you mean? Oh, yeah, it's got got the fat. It's got got a tum. Look at it. It looks tired walking this is, around. This is more Trumpy than the other T Rex on the cover. Like yeah, this saggy, is, this is big it. belly. Yeah, yeah, this is Trump. Uh, but uh, it comes in contact with the comet, and it becomes super jacked, and it gets a shirt. Puts yeah, a shirt it, on it. it. No, it gets a goddamn leotard. Yeah, it's wearing a leotard. It's in full like, coverage. In uh, in these boots that Hawkman would be jealous of. Wow. Yeah, got Hawkman's. What's Hawkman's boots just disappeared when this happened? Right. Well, oh, he's he got my man. fucking boots. No, when he got crushed by that pterodactyl, uh, <laughs> his legs rolled up into the underneath the pterodactyl, like the Wicked Witch oh, of like the, the whatever. Yeah, like the Wicked Witch of the West, absolutely. Uh, and so he, uh, he or she becomes a dinosaur-human hybrid, uh, learns to speak, dressed fabulously, and declares himself to be Tino Rex, and that the comet is their god. We still we keep he keeps saying he. We don't know. Yeah, I guess they. Let's get their pronouns. I'm going to say by the fact that the penis is not there and it looks like a vagina, I'm going to mm-hmm. say this is a lady dino king. Well, it, it, well, it, maybe in another page they use a pronoun. I got to say right now, those abs are fantastic. Whatever they are, they are sexy as hell. I know. Look at this. I know. Just put, a ba- me, yeah. just put a bag over his head. Yeah, I, I used to be against bestiality, but I'm giving it a second thought right now. Too many now. of these books. We've done too many of these books where it happens. <laughs> too many of these sexy animal books. And that's Exhibit B. That should be. A, there's a community we can get. We can get involved in the furry community. Yeah. See if they like us. In particular, the yips. Let's let, let's not generalize all the furries. Not all. The or a or yeah. a dinosaur version. Oh yeah, the furries themselves aren't necessarily into having sex with each other. Uh, the yips are a subset of the furries. That how about yes. they? How about they're all just interested in listening to Dark Side's Couch? Yeah, well, I like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, I'm interested. We'll, we're not going to judge you. Yeah, we'll pump it in the PA at one of your conventions. We all are into way too weird shit to, for us to be judging any of you guys. I want to watch yeah. the yips have sex with each other. I mean, I I've seen those videos. If we're being honest, I've seen those. Really? Videos. How are they? Are they weird? Uh, they're not. Wait, like, you wanted to see who have sex? The, the yips, yips, the the the, oh. the, the furry people the, that have sex the, with each other. Not the Muppets, not the yip 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 yip. I want to I want to see how they I want to see how they do it. 
Uh, I oh. mean, I think they they traditionally have like holes in the in the costumes. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. they stay in the costume. You get out of the costume, you ruin the point. Oh my god, that would be so hot. Not like yeah, hot as sexy. Hot. It's very but I hot. mean, like I'd be exhausted. I'd be so, I'd be burning up in that costume, thrusting mm. well, back and forth. That's why they always do it in hotel rooms because it's super cold there. You, I would you don't just have to pay I, the bill. I would just take the costume off and be like, I don't want to oh, do no. this. <laughs> I would just crank that AC and send the, like, send the bill to the Hyatt. All right. It's too high to be that horny for this. All right. All right. Anyway, getting back to it. So Tommy, tomorrow's sidekick Brent, and this old dude that uh, wants to save a planet, nerd, uh, they're making their way through the jungle looking for, are they looking for the comet? Looks like, it looks like Bernie Sanders. Yes, he does. Yes, oh, he does. Yeah, well, he's he's trying to save a planet, and nobody's listening to him. So yeah, yeah then he's, then he's gonna give up and side with the enemy. <laughs> yes, uh, and they stumble on a giant T Rex. And it's actually not Tommy Tomorrow's sidekick; it's Tommy Tomorrow. They look exactly the same. And luckily for them, they know that the secret weakness of the dinosaurs is throwing a rock at its face. <laughs> oh no! You figured it out. Yes. Yeah, Son he somehow talked bitch. to Captain Common after he punched him in his tongue. Yeah. And- you know what works is a giant stone right to the base of the skull. I'm pretty sure that's how Captain Kirk beat that lizard guy in that famous oh, Star Trek you know episode. What? Yeah, maybe true. Because doesn't it sure. doesn't it dent? Doesn't the rock dent? Oh, does it really? That's know. fun. I don't remember. Or wait, uh, maybe that's Lord of the Flies. Well, is there a chance the rock could dent? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so then, as they're running from the T Rex. They run into another problem. They've run into our dinosaur sex god man woman. Right, who's really good at making TVs. <laughs> so like what is that? So they, they stumble on the the hybrid Tyrano Tyrannorex, what they're calling. Yes. Them. We completely bypass the panel where it's he screamed, This is my god at the comment. Well, no, I mentioned they declared them his, his god, but I guess it bears repeating that yes, Tyrannorex thinks that the comet is their god. I mean, I mean, it makes more sense than, I mean, it was created by this thing. Yes. Sure, in a way it is. It makes yeah. 100% sense, yes. Yeah, so you really. That's what I would think. So you really, it would be an act of, it was a hate, it would be a hate crime if you attacked Tyrannorex. I mean, is it must be some kind of god if it can create clothes and teach in English. Yeah, we don't get a lot of closure on what that thing is. Maybe yeah. it's a god's turd. Yes, all right, all right. Uh But here, uh, Tyrannorex is doing some aerobics while guarding the comet, and the comet has also, I guess, spawned a television where Tyrannorex is just watching all the destruction around the Earth. And uh, Tyrannorex is like, okay, guys, if you're going to come here and be near the rock, it's time to tighten up those buns. One, <laughs> it's, two, three, four. It's, I don't understand. I think Tyrannorex is just enjoying the fact that uh, they have proportional arms now. They got so to teach just, it. They, it's teaching Tybo. Yeah, yes. swinging, swinging them arms around because the T-Rex... Its arms were barely longer than a human's, its front arms. No, it's grabbing stuff on the top shelf in its apartment. Yeah, taking things down. Oh, I can put it, things up here all the time now. It's like, I gotta say, this is pretty great. I can get this casserole out of the oven. It's been here for weeks. But then he realizes his dick's gone. Uh, so they decide, all right, well, this is fucking weird. Let's go the other way. And they yeah. want to run away from Tyrannorex. And here's a panel where a pterodactyl is just like, hey, guys! <laughs> What's going on? That's probably how a pterodactyl sounds. <laughs> yeah, Super good. loud, high yeah, pitched. Yeah, yeah. God damn it. Gilbert uh, Gottfried voiced all the pterodactyls. Or, uh, ah, shit. What's the name of that actor? Yeah, gone. <laughs> oh, I want to keep that in the show so bad. I'm trying to think of the name of the guy. He was on a bunch of shows. 
and he had I think he voiced a bunch of cartoon characters. <laughs> you know, too. the guy with the shirt. It's always trying saying to, things. Trying to trying to think of him. Howie Mandel. If I, if I showed you a photo of him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah him. Okay, classic that guy. Mm-hmm. All right, if you know who that guy is, go ahead and send that to Dark Side's Couch on Twitter. I guess I can look it up. All right. Uh, oh, yeah. So you guys can keep going. I'm yeah, we'll, we'll just keep going. Is. I, yeah. I think, I think you'll be able to keep is. up. Right. Uh, so uh, anyway, they decide to run from uh, Tyrannorex and uh, the pterodactyls and everything, uh, but not before Tommy Tomorrow just tries to zap it right in the fucking heart. Yeah, that's, that's which that's nice. his mistake. He didn't aim for the face or the tongue. Yeah, well, he was he was assuming that the the pterodactyl had a heart, and it doesn't because it's an asshole. Okay, Richard Kind. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, yeah, the mayor on yes. Gotham. Yeah, is it really? He played the yes. mayor on Gotham. Yeah, he played the mayor on Gotham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, why didn't I? Uh... Should have watched it, I guess. Gotham is the craziest, especially after the first season when they dropped any pretense that this was going to be serious. After the first season, it is the craziest, campiest thing. I've always described it as like, imagine if they never canceled Batman 66, the Adam West Batman, and it just kept going, but they slowly tweaked it over the years, but it still was campy and weird. That's yeah, Gotham. It, it seemed like it was like 1966 Batman, but Tim Burton made it. It totally is. It's it's insane. And I, I got to give it credit because it's the first uh, on-screen depiction of Professor Pig, one of my favorite recent uh, Batman villains. I, I gave uh, Titans a shot. Like, I jumped into season three. Right. Um, and that's so, a bet. That's a bad shit show. It, it's a crazy show. It's not anywhere. Well, as James good hasn't as seen season three. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot of F's, like a lot of F's and S's. Yeah, I mean, Titans. Uh, famously, the first bit of promo for it was Dick Grayson saying "fuck Batman." It was heard around the world. The F bomb yes. heard around the world. Um, Titans is. It, it's got some questionable stuff. Um, but uh, any excuse to mention the sister show Doom Patrol, which is flawless. I didn't yeah. see that either. Doom Patrol. Everybody watch Doom Patrol. Season 3 is coming back. Right in the middle of uh, Septembersaurus. Take a break from Darkseid's couch. No. And, and then watch Doom Patrol and then go, well, let it play in the background. Never. If, take if you a turn pl- it off. Yeah. Just let it play constantly. <laughs> if you, if you, you turn it off, you might not remember. And then listen to our Doom Patrol episode. Just, yeah. uh, just leave it on, like, play over mm-hmm. and over and over again. Just on const- all the different platforms. Constant overstimulation. Yeah. Just leave it on. Yeah, just leave I don't, it I don't on. Care if, I don't care if you actually listen. Yeah, you don't have to like it. Just rather get the numbers not. up. Yeah, yeah, just get the numbers up. Yeah, yeah then I won't get canceled yeah, later. we don't want you. Yeah, we don't want you telling anybody about it. Mike, you want to get a glass of water for how thirsty yeah. you are? Right. For it. booty? <laughs> thirsty for booty? Thirsty Me? for, no, thirsty for the numbers. I can't get it. I'm not horny for numbers. I mean, I kind of am, and Kronos definitely is, as we'll see in a moment. He's not horny anymore after that pound in Captain Comet gave him. Well, enough to we forgot his underwear. It's called the Segway because, as we see, Kronos, uh, one of his weapons, is throwing numbers at people. So uh, Captain Comet goes to intercept Kronos because at this point he still believes Kronos is a hero. So he's going to go save him from this Brontosaurus, Apatosaurus. I'm not sure what it is. Well, none of them are. None of it's real. So don't worry. That about is true. It. They aren't real. And this is my least favorite part of the comic which would be Captain Comet uh, stabbing a dinosaur through its fucking mouth. Right, yes. why don't why you just talk to it? Because he wants to hurt <laughs> it. Like how he, like, he chooses to use a spear to kill it when he clearly has a gun. No, that's not a spear. So Kronos shoots from his watch the minute and hour hands, and they turn into giant spears. And then uh, Captain Comet grabs one and shoves it down the brontosaurus's throat. 
Why didn't you shoot it? He's got a gun. I don't, it might just be for show. I don't know. It's like just, his, it looks badass this way. His underwear really does look like tidy whities with like the lines on it, like it, how like all underwear looks. Yes, it but very he, much does. He owns it. He's so comfortable with it. Because he also carries a fucking holster next to it. It doesn't look comfortable at all. He's the evolved man. You think you're going to question his style choices? It's, it's like he looked at how Flash Gordon dressed. And he mm-hmm. was just like, that's the style for me now that I'm a spaceman. You'll get it in a couple thousand years when you're as evolved as Captain Comet. I got my prowess from a comet. And then Vandal Savage is like, hey, me too. Yeah, he's, he's badass. I'm sick of you trying to poke holes in this. He's a great guy. He's a great man. He's not a great guy. He's a piece of shit. Not a great man. He's a great adventurer. He's, he's no Quasar. A... <sighs> Quasar. Quasar with his love for humanity. <laughs> Wait, this, guy, this guy This guy. early in the book was just like, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm up here in this satellite. I've been gone for 20 years. I think I might just restart my secret identity. I'm sure my mom's worried about me. I'm sure as soon as Quasar's business takes off, he's going to become a heartless asshole just like everybody else. Captain Comet was like, I don't really give a shit about being a regular person anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, why would he? He's an evolved man. And Hawkman's like, tell me about it. I've been lying about Egypt this whole time. <laughs> I don't even want to be around anymore. <laughs> Classic. All right. Uh, so then Kronos uh, thanks uh, Captain Comet for saving from the Brontosaurus. And Kronos, Kronos, he's a time thief, like seeing your family, right? <laughs> and he he's there because he was trying to find this comet that he thought had some sort of special time powers. Well, he summoned it. He summoned this time power yes. comet from somewhere and mm-hmm. be ripped through time and space. And, yes. he's, and he's just like, well, I'm not really a hero. And Captain Comet goes, I know. I violated your rights by reading your mind without permission. I well, know what you did. Again, evol- in the future, we don't have personalized data. We pool our data. So he just figures this is okay. I bet uh, Cronus is wishing he could uh, wipe the browser history from his brain. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so anyway, a couple of stegosauri get loose, which I guess is the plural. Mm-hmm. No, and it well, is not. Well, they're not it's real, not? so don't worry no, about it. No, the correct plural of stegosaurus is stegosauruses. Ooh, I don't uh, like that. That's not, I don't like that yeah. either. Stegosauri makes me sound big brain. Google that shit. Well, Prove me wrong. I, no, I'm not saying, I'm I'm not saying, saying you're you. wrong. I believe. I think you're right. I just well, like doing it wrong. Speaking of brain sizes, the Stegosaurus actually has the smallest brain compared to his body of any dinosaur. The oh. the body yeah. had a body the size of a van and a brain the size of a walnut. Oh no, I can relate. Yeah. <laughs> what a failure. Uh, so anyway, but that's uh, why they're the best. That's right, because right? they don't talk back. Shay, you like dumb animals. You like animals that, that can't really fend for themselves. Well, she is friends with me. <laughs> you you want to foster reliance on you. No, I just think he's cute. That's why anyone gets a pet. And that's why pets are disturbing. <sighs> that is not why I have a cat. I rely on him to keep the birds off of my balcony. Oh, my God. That can't get no birds. He, I don't see balconies. Do you? Try or that again. See- <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Wish I had time to edit this. <laughs> all right, all right. Anyway, moving on. So Captain Comet has read Cronus's mind. He realizes he's a villain, but he hasn't told him that yet. But he still is trying to save his life. He's like, don't worry, bro. I was in space. There's no such thing as morality. Dude, yeah, I'm from the future. What do I care? I'm actually not from the future. There's a planet that Supergirl once obliterated for no mm-hmm, reason. Don't mm-hmm, sweat mm-hmm. it. You have to, a call you have to check out this podcast I like. It's called Dark, but you're not. How would you know? You're not actually from the future. <laughs> and then he just, I am. I'm Cronus. 
I'm Kane. I mean Cronus. I'm, I'm aware of that super popular podcast from the year 2021. That's mm. right. We're it's this year. We're we're breaking yeah, through. Breaking on through to the other side. Uh, uh, but now they talked about it, they derailed oh, our timeline. Oh no, we fucked it up. Now, now we're variants. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So they beat the hell out of the Stegosauri or Sisses. They use one Stegator Stegosaurus to beat up the other one. They do, which is pretty smart because they got those spikes mm -hmm. on them, them plates. Yep. And then uh, Captain Comet's just like, ooh, a TV, and jumps right at it. So he sees this giant TV, which I guess is a portal back to the ancient world where Tommy Tomorrow is. You know, you'd think with his love of TVs, he would have stayed on monitor duty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The TV wasn't big enough in the watchtower. Ooh, cartoons! <laughs> I was on a job once with a guy, this giant stegosaurus-like man, because <laughs> he had the brain of a walnut. Yes. And we were having, like, catering... And he sees the reflection, not even the actual TV, uh -huh. but the reflection of Family Guy. Uh -huh. He goes, with food in his mouth, goes, Stewie. Uh -huh. <laughs> wow. I was like, you're the dummy. Go eat somewhere else. <laughs> Don't eat with us. You're an idiot. <laughs> oh, love it. Love it so much. That's fantastic. Judged. Yeah. Sometimes I'm really rude to people. Dude, that, that guy that guy earned a little Judge Duty treatment. Uh, all right. So he wants to, uh, Captain Comet wants to close the giant TV, and Cronus is trying to interrupt him because he needs to uh, go to the ancient lands to get this comet. So he throws numbers at him. Yep. So is he throwing time at him in just in the shape of numbers? I don't understand what exactly he's sending to him. It Numeral doesn't fucking matter because he's a shitty villain. Mm -hmm. he, gets, he hits him with, with concepts. <laughs> Roman new Arabic numerals go! Obtuse what if concepts. He has, what if he just has like a pouch that's just full of like uh, the birthday candles and mm -hmm. the shapes of numbers? Yeah, yeah. He likes. And he just yeah. whips it. He likes the ones because he can fit more of them in there. He's going to like grocery stores and just filling his pockets with them because he's stealing them. I don't like them fours. Take up way too much space. He goes, this will make sense with my time powers. <laughs> Maybe that's why he got the time powers. He didn't have them to begin with. Right. He just got so many birthday candles like, that fuck, just. man. Yeah, do something with these. Uh, Happy birthday <laughs> to you. As he's throwing, no, as he's super sharp, high speed numbers are just smacking against his body. Happy birthday, Captain Comet. <laughs> so <laughs> dumb. So, uh, I just realized he's dressed like the flag of Jamaica, though. Yeah, yeah so is Mr. Miracle. I was actually trying, I was looking at like a, I was like uh, designing a potential Mr. Miracle tattoo and I realized it just looked like I was stealing Jamaican culture. It looks like uh, Captain Comet has like some sexy underwear with the number 11 on his butt cheek. I was trying to, I, it took me a good probably 20 seconds to realize the 11 was not on his underwear. Right, that's just one of the birthday candle numbers he's whipped at him. It is yeah. now. He's keeping that on there. Happy birthday to you. All right, All right. moving on. So they get in a fight. <laughs> that's so right. fucking dumb. It is very dumb. So they get in a fight. Captain Kronos tries to poison him, but it doesn't work because he's immune to all the poisons. Right. right. Which, Which is literally what he parties. says. Yeah. You can't do that. I'm immune to all poisons. Yeah. And he turns, in, and he turns into one of the Kennedys. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he does. He does, get, he does get Kennedy face for a second there. He does get Kennedy face. Uh, so he's still trying to get that TV closed. Look how, you know, go back, go back. Oh look, how, look how happy 
Uh, look how happy Cronus is that he just potentially poisoned a man. Yes. He's going to get away That's why with he's this. a bad guy. Like, that is some serious joy. Yeah, he's evil. He's an evil man. He doesn't appreciate Captain Comet like all evil people do not. You think he's picking up the birthday candles and putting them back in after yes. he poisons people to death? Yes. Like, he distracts them with the candle numbers, and then he poisons them. He only has so many. And then he picks them back up. They're not free. You think he's just like, oh, I wonder if these are edible. They look like birthday cake. Yeah. And he's like trying to take a bite out of it. It's made of wax. <laughs> Some wax is edible. Sometimes. Yeah, remember like the wax lips and stuff you'd get on yeah. Halloween? Yeah, the most confusing candy of all time. Do you guys ever buy cake? Like you just like go to like you're at the store and you're like, I'm gonna buy a cake and you bring a cake no, home. No, but I think people do do that from time to time, don't people, they? Yeah, they do. Yes. I don't. I've never done that. Yeah. Somebody's cooking them up. Like down at the grocery store, somebody's cooking up a cake every day in the hopes that someone's gonna buy it. Right. I don't think I've ever bought myself a whole cake to eat. Mm-hmm. I know I've brought home slices of cake. I know I've brought home whole pies, and I know mm-hmm. I've made myself a whole cake. Like a little, like I'm at the yeah. I'm at the fucking grocery store. Yeah. Why don't I just bring home a cake every now little, and again? Red velvet, yeah. Yeah. Treat yourself. Ooh, I could go for some chocolate sheet cake right yeah. now. Me Fuck too. Yeah. It's the end of the world. Me who too. cares? Right? Yeah. Who cares? That's a fucking okay, cake. Are you worried about your cholesterol? I'm not. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, you want me to do? I'm gonna get really good at making margaritas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in 35 years, apparently we're all gonna look incredible if Tommy tomorrow is anything to go by. So whatever. They were like, how's Mike doing? Ah, he became a weird margarita guy who eats cake. <laughs> anyway, so uh, over in the ancient lands, we see Tommy Tomorrow and this dork Bernie Sanders doctor guy, and they're uh, fighting this T-Rex and trying to escape. A lot of T-Rexes mm-hmm. in this. A lot of look people. At him crawling on, look at him crawling on his hands and knees, pathetic. defeated by Joe Biden. <laughs> pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Licking that and, boot. And Captain, is this... Tomorrow land. Tommy Tomorrow. Okay. Tommy Tomorrow. He doesn't have a rank. He does do the right thing and attempts to shoot the dinosaur directly in the mouth. Yes. Wants it dead. Yep. yep. Wants it super, super dead. So it's a it's a Kerblat gun. Yes. They do Kerblat the T Rex and they make a beeline to their uh, ship. Uh, and they're able to make it in just in time as another T-Rex, yet another one, tries to make it onto the ship. And there's that elephant from the opening. Yeah, Mastodon. It's a Mastodon. Mm. And he does call, uh, Bernie Sanders does mention, or one of them does mention that uh, all these dinosaurs did not exist at the same time. And they say, shut yes. your fucking mouth. Shut up, nerd. Because there's also just a uh, elephant. And here's a super graphic image of them blowing the elephant. T-Rex's brains out. Yes, they do. Like, it is yes. really graphic. Bazap. Yeah. Real yeah. friendly. Which real... is, this is a real big dick move. They're in a their territory. <laughs> yeah, you gotta like, have They came moves. to their, they, they went full on came to their place and then proceeded to shoot them. Bazap. If you're gonna impress a Tyrannosaurus lady, you're gonna have to have some big dick moves. Damn right. That's the only <laughs> way you're gonna get ahead. It's what she responds to. It's what she She's likes. She's like, hmm. So uh, they, he, so Tommy Tomorrow runs out of space bullets in his space gun and just throws the gun at a Triceratops' head. It's right. Pretty great. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that'll work. This will work. And it does, because as we and know, it, throwing things at dinosaurs is their weaknesses. It does. So they take off, and as they're taking off, I guess they kind of destroy the cliff that they're on, and a bunch of more dinosaurs fall to their doom. And they, it really looks like a toilet bowl here. Yes. Big toilet bowl energy. 
Uh, they just, they and, just, and they just empty the reserves and they just dump shit all over yeah. the dinosaurs. They pull a Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Take that, dinosaurs, you fucking losers. Mike. Crash Mike. into this. Mike. So, end of this comic here. They're leaving this planet, right? Yeah. Right. And they, and they take away the uh, magic comet. Yes, yeah. But we already have at least one dinosaur person. What if this is the planet that they go to in Star Trek? Oh, right. It's like, this would be like the, the Tim Burton version of Planet of the Apes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. a thing. Yeah, it is a thing. Well, yeah, yeah, he's saying it's like that. That's how he yeah. knows it's like it. Yeah. Just oh, it, I it, thought he was saying... No. Oh, okay. It's, it's easy to rent from your local Redbox or Redfin or whatever, whatever the hell that thing Ain't was. Ain't nobody using TV. that. What are we, on a farm? Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So uh, they, yeah, as uh, Shay said, they, they grab the uh, space asteroid with their space claw, but the Tyranno Rex uh, manages to jump aboard the ship as well. So the ship, the toilet bowl ship, needs to make its way through the giant TV that's quickly closing and make its way to 1977. <laughs> We're really right? on Twitter. I have the description as we uh, we, try, we we read comics and try to explain what's happening without context. This yep. is truly the purest form of that. One of these days, we're going to succeed at that. One of these days. Like, ne- uh, like that's always been sort of true. Like, this yeah. has never been more true than here. <laughs> it's madness. Like, so, uh, <laughs> like, we're explaining everything. We're, like, we're not explaining shit. It is really out of context. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, Bernie Sanders uh, is trying to tell Tommy Tomorrow and his boy that uh, Tyranno Rex is uh, on the plane being sexy. And he, and he, he like runs into the room and they're like, shut the fuck up. You sold us out to the DNC <laughs> for your precious <laughs> legacy. And uh, he says, I am once again asking you yes. to save me from the dinosaurs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's a meme. Go make that one. Uh, okay. a big, big T-Rex behind him? Sure. Yeah, like I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, so anyway, uh, they tell him, you fucking nerd. You're going to have to deal with that ourselves. This is a two-man job to get through this giant TV set. All right. So uh, he tries to, uh, Bernie Sanders tries to stop Tyranno Rex, but I guess he doesn't have a rock on him, which is the only thing that can stop a dinosaur. All right, but he gets distracted because he gets a phone call from Hillary Clinton telling him to drop out of the race. <laughs> well, he does attempt to go and punch him directly in the mouth. <laughs> he does, and it doesn't work. No. And Tyranno Rex, what is this move when you put your, you make sort of like, uh, you take your two hands and you, you put them together and make like a super fist and An then axe you just handle. ram someone? Axe handle? Yeah. Oh. Axe handle, axe handles Bernie Sanders in the back of the skull. And then bites his arm off. Completely unnecessary. He's unconscious at this point. This comic is crazy violent. <laughs> it really is. Uh, so they managed to steer their toilet ship right through the TV set <laughs> just, just as Jesus Christ. Yes. Look at this pose that Captain Comet took. It looks like he's not wearing tidy whites now. It looks more like he split his pants. <laughs> It it's like, very detailed. It looks like his very, 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 very pale butt cheeks just <laughs> burst out of his red pantaloons. Oh, he's in space. He always protects himself from the sun. Uh, I mean, that's got to be good for toilet breaks, though, to be able to just remove that like that. I think he's trying to change the channel with his mind, and then he's trying to focus so hard on the TV that he busts his pants. <laughs> I think he saw that a toilet ship was coming in and thought, oh, finally, relief. Right. He just rips, his, <laughs> <laughs> rips the back of his pants open. Um, he passionately uh, is taking his shit. All right, I've never all seen right. such passion. I'm not. I'm not okay with this. I know Shay's not, and I'm. I'm getting very. I'm getting very uncomfortable. As it's well. like a, it's like the cover of a romance novel, but except going to the bathroom. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So the ship lands. Tyrannorex comes out, and finally, we have all our characters together. Mm-hmm. 
in the streets of Gotham City where and, all the cool shit happens. And Cronus is still shooting darts at people. He yep. is. And then at this point, uh, the writer just completely gives up on making this make sense and, and puts in a caption that says, everyone would be hard pressed to explain just how the comet transformed a Tyrannosaurus into a dinosaur man, but easier to understand is that the destruction of the comet reversed the process. No that's, explanation yep. for anything that's happened in this book. That's Bob Kane stand behind him. Tell him to wrap it up. <laughs> we got two pages. You better fucking stop this now. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up, Billy. Wrap it up. <laughs> it's time to go. I have to get down to the supper club. You Although have, uh, it does, they do specifically call it a dinosaur man. So I guess there's oh, our sex. Yeah. A dinosaur human, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess it is a man. It's still sexy. Mm-hmm. Still yep, sexy. Still se- oh, I mean, that was never in question. Never. Sexy is genderless. Yeah. He's uh, bringing sexy back to the Paleolithic era. Is that accurate to the T-Rex? Because I will I not accept know. it if it's not. I do not. I thought Jurassic. That was just the name I, of the park. Yeah, I, I think the park was totally inaccurate. Uh, okay, what era was the well, T-Rex in? Was? Yeah. What era was the Cretaceous. T-Rex? Cretaceous. I'm going to say Cretaceous. In. Okay, all right. Let's see if Mike was right about two things. Late Cretaceous. Holy wow. shit. Look at Mike wow. knowing. Nice work, Mike. Look at, look at Mike yeah. knowing. Yeah. I meant to yeah. hit it that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, fun fact, on uh, my list of facts here about uh, Jurassic Park, Anyone, the original 1993 Jurassic Park, anyone want to guess how much actual dinosaur footage is in that movie? Zero. All right. For anyone who doesn't want to ruin the fucking fun, you want to guess how many minutes of dinosaur footage is in Jurassic Park? I, oh, you meant like where, uh, yeah. where the dinosaurs are in the movie. Either either CGI or animatronic combined, how much dinosaur footage is in that movie? How long is the movie? Okay. Uh, let's do an estimate as opposed to Googling. Let's just say it's let's just say it's two hours. Well, no, because it's not. It's and two it's hours a, and eight minutes. There you go. Well, I guess okay, it was. Turns out she was right. Close enough. <laughs> with, with the credits, right. yeah. I'm gonna say uh I'm gonna say fifty minutes. Fifty? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna say fifty. Shay? How many minutes of dinosaur footage is in the original Jurassic Park? I'm going to say no more than 12. Wow. Lowballing it. 15 minutes. Wow. What the fuck? I seem to recall there being a lot more dinosaurs in the movie. See, but they draw it out. So it's like a scene of the T-Rex chasing for a couple seconds and then like two minutes on the humans. You see it just bits and pieces. It's six minutes of CGI and nine minutes of animatronics. And that's it. Which yeah. is the way that all movies should be. Mm. No, I just want to, I just want to see the monster and then go to bed. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to get Blair Witched. Yeah. All right. So anyway, back here. Chronos uh, throws another one of his weird spears at the comet and it destroys the comet, and our sexy Tyrannorex turns back into a T Rex and it's not happy about this. No, it's it's like, oh, my arms! I'll never reach the shelf again. <laughs> uh, and so. They uh, all attack the T-Rex. They beat the hell out of it, even though it's not posing a threat at the moment. Nope, they just, nope it's no, just sitting there. Now they just want revenge. Yeah, now, now this is a sexual thing. Beat it up! They grab it by its tail, they spin it around, they have a good time with it. Wouldn't now be a good time to capture the dinosaur for science? Yeah, you know what? Nobody, there's no scientist that shows up at this point and goes, hang on, let's, let's preserve one of these dinosaur corpses. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> Fuck, we got things to do. We got this, timelines to wreck. This mime told me it was my birthday. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> uh, so they toss the T-Rex into the TV portal, uh, assuming that it goes back to the Cretaceous area. It looks era, like it explodes. Wherever. Like yes. pieces of it don't make it. It may have. It may have closed on it and just severed it in two. Nobody cares. They go extinct anyway. Who fucking cares? Uh, so Kronos tries to escape. 
He's not able to. They apprehend him. Why does he just time travel out of there? I don't think he can time travel is the thing. Like He, he said he summoned time. a comet from the future. But that doesn't yeah. mean he can time travel. It just means he can talk to the future. Why didn't he throw a bunch of numbers at the cops? Yeah. <laughs> we ran out of numbers because he didn't have time to refill his fanny pack. Yep. I guess. Yeah, you gotta pick all those up. Yeah, um, yeah the real heroes show up. Yeah, then we have an epilogue uh, on the JLA Watchtower where Superman shows up to uh, chastise all the shitty people he hangs out with. You know, you think, because all that stuff happened in Gotham City, right? You think Batman is just chilling at home? He's like, I ain't dealing with that. Fuck no. I just saw the Joker got gored by a Triceratops. My job is done. He turns to Hawkman and goes, shouldn't you be out there? He goes, nah. <laughs> no, nah. No, bro. Bro, no. Do no. you hear about ancient aliens? That's uh, me. I did that. He's a bore. So uh, Superman tells Bernie Sanders, I'll get you back in time. You've got 80 years uh, before this is actually relevant because yeah, now they're in 1977. They're like, it's like, how are you going to do that? Because I'm Superman. I, I also travel through time. Was, You're overpowered. Yeah. Like, You're wow, going to yeah. see in a couple years in my movie where if yeah. I go real fast, I'll make the world spin back. Hey, Superman, it, it kind of sounds like you could have solved this whole problem for us. Right, I could have just what? stopped it all easily. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Chose not to. The Holocaust still yep. happening is my personal decision now. But look at my smile. I can't change history. I might lose my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I still got to, I may have control over all time and space, but I still have to have a job. I won't let the atrocities of humanity stop me from having my career of choice. I can't have Perry getting mad at me. What if socialism takes over? <laughs> So, uh, Hawkman gets in Captain Comet's face and yep. tells him, hey, man, uh, you really needed to cover for me. And it kind of seems like you didn't do that at all. He goes, you, didn't, you can't even cover your bare ass. <laughs> and then Captain Comet just straight up lies and says, no, I didn't leave at all. Even though they have footage. Like, they were all on the ground with I them. know. I am so confused by this last fucking panel. It it is so weird. this Dave Pasquese-looking motherfucker winks at us uh-huh. and says, after Hawkman says... Hawkman. Uh, Hawkman. Hawkman, get in here. David Hawkman. Uh, so Comet says, Captain Chad says uh, that he did well. And mm-hmm. then Hawkman comes in and says, except you left the satellite to battle the dinosaurs. Could you explain to me how you did both tasks at the same time? At which point I'm confused because did he do two tasks at the same time or is he being facetious? Being and facetious. then again, Dave Pasquese motherfucker says, well, clearly the solution is that I never left here. Which, again, doesn't make any sense. Well, he's lying. Yeah, he's, I, he's called lying. It's called, it's called stonewalling. <laughs> and here he gets the space stroke. Why is he winking at us? He's Why is he lying about this if we know that there's video? No, what is com- the point of this at all? The comet powers he got as a child are finally taking his toll. <laughs> and his, half his face yeah. becomes paralyzed. He's gaslighting Hawkman. As everyone Seriously? should. <laughs> or he was in Gotham City and he catches that Harvey Dent disease. <laughs> right. We are we are splintering into totally different bits. All good though, all great. Uh, yeah, his face is collapsing. Maybe he is having trouble telling the difference between reality and fantasy. They're like, like Mike. Uh, he's just like, are you fucking? Or, he says maybe like, he's just having a stroke from how fucking dumb he is. He says he uh, he says that shit to Hawkman. Hawkman goes, 
Are you fucking lying to me? What the <laughs> fuck? I gave you a direct order. Oh, I also, don't even fucking know you were anymore. Just made an, you were just made an honorary member of the JLA. And the last thing you're going to say in this comic is, uh, yeah, I would never shirk my responsibility. Yeah. We just fucking watched you do it. You want to be on the team now? Superman's just like, Hawkman, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Comet Man, why don't you go come for a fly with me? Since you're we can like- actually go against what's Captain Comet. Goes, it, uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're lying in front of Superman. And Superman's like, nice. He goes, nice. Hey, I, I understand that you have powers like mine, but which, but not as strong, which means you can be submissive to me without being harmed. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands him a margarita he just made. Would you like a piece of cake? Mark, you're, uh, Mike, you're really into margaritas right now, huh? <laughs> margaritas and birthday cakes. <laughs> oh, Captain Comet, you don't need telekinesis to get me up. On, <laughs> on Krypton, that is what we do to lure lovers in. <laughs> Margaritas and cake. <laughs> That's the end of the book. It's done. That's it. What I happen to notice that you have your bare ass showing, yeah. which on Krypton shows me that you're ready for cake. All right. All right. That's it. That's it. We're done. What do we think of this? I think from now on, with Superman's in a comic book we're doing, I'm going to make up cultural things about Krypton that are real. Sure. We actually do have a book on the wheel that I hope to get to sometime that is about birthday celebration on Krypton, and it's super depressing. Oh, yeah, is this the cry right. once a year? Yeah, he has to cry once every like seven years. And so it's agony when people celebrate uh, birthdays on Earth and he hates it. That's uh, also how often uh, Vulcans from Star Trek get to have sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the pun far. I know that because I also get to have sex once every seven years. Yes. Because I know about things like Pon Far and which which era the T-Rex was in. I, I bet it's seven years worth of sex all condensed, though. Like, just just hyper condensed like a fucking uh, coal into a diamond. It, it, is it's it good? Experience. It's been a while. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right. What do we think of this? I get this zero stars because it was shit. It was not shit. Anyway, Shay. Dinosaurs get five out of five. This comic gets zero out of five. Well, then isn't it a three out of five? No, it's a one out, out of five. Oh, my God. You guys, Captain Comet's badass. No, he's not. He's a, he's no, so he's an- really not. He's a stupid dick who just flashes his ass at us like a goddamn baboon. I'm really holding on to calling him Captain Chad. <sighs> three out of five sensual dino human growls. <laughs> Found out what I'm into. Superman's shoving a birthday cake nope. in his mouth. And they're like, Superman, what are you doing? He's like, you see the way he's dressed. Nope, we're, we're done. And that's getting that's getting problematic. I'm not going to accept that. Ah, it's time to move on. Uh, do you want to talk about what we're doing next week? Uh, we're doing another dinosaur book, but I don't know which. All right. We're going to continue stomping through uh, Stegosember. Uh, yeah, September we're gonna, we're, we're gonna stamp down that plant matter so we yeah. can keep all that methane in the ground. Well, I'll tell you what we're looking at next week: uh, dinosaurs for hire, issue one from 1988. Let me bring up the cover. I've got it ready oh, to go. Look at that. It looks yeah. great. Some dinosaur detectives. Uh, it's a failed franchise attempt involving detective dinosaurs. So maybe we'll revive interest. Get that made. Was it 1981? It was just ahead of its time. Yeah, it was 1988. Yeah, it was. I mean, they're not in trench coats yet. Maybe that was the main problem. If they did that now, that'd be a popular indie book. It could be. It could be. Uh, What's the yeah. name of the company? I think uh, that Triceratops is wearing a trench coat. He might be. He might be. I haven't looked yet. Uh, this is from Eternity Comics, but I believe Marvel picked it up for a couple issues. We'll talk about that next week. This actually came from our buddy Art Parker. He sent me this a while ago, and it's actually what made me realize we have enough dino books to dedicate a month to it. So thanks for that. 
You know that uh, that Triceratops shouldn't have guns since we learned today that Triceratops are just babies. Yeah, yeah. He, well, maybe maybe it's uh, got a very socially conscious message to this book. About is this is this like the uh, the gritty reboot of the dinosaurs show? Well, it predates the dinosaurs show. This is what the, the show is based off of. It might have been. Yes, it wasn't a failed franchise at all. They just tweaked it and turned it into the dinosaurs show. Can't it just be a family drama about how much it sucks to have a job? Yes, but they're dinosaurs. That is what I took from that show. It will, uh, I mean, they make fun of it on The Simpsons, specifically calling it out, saying well, it's just like us. They didn't. The reason behind that was uh, when they made the dinosaurs show, they told everybody at Fox, like the, like Fox was super excited about it, and went to The Simpsons. And goes, yeah, this is this is the show that's basically going to bury The Simpsons. Aren't you guys excited? And so they had like a chip on their shoulder about dinosaurs for no good reason. Big year for Pullman. Get the host of Dinosaurs Show. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Shay, do we have any plugs for today? Yeah, we do. Uh, you should be the T-Rex to our Stegosaurus and follow mm-hmm. us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and then join our religious comet dinosaur cult and subscribe mm-hmm. on Spotify, Stitcher, any other podcast apps, iTunes, uh, Google, One OnlyFans, I don't know. Wow, we don't have, I don't think any of those things. Well, I mean, we might have the OnlyFans by the time this goes live, because I'm, I'm, I've really just learned what I was into lately. So I've probably been doing some secret shit you guys don't know about. Okay, cool. Yeah, as our, as our buddy Kronos would say, the best time to hit that subscribe button was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now, wherever you get your podcasts or at DarkSideScouch.com. Yeah, we're also going to learn who which dinosaurs is fighting the T-Rex. I, th- <laughs> I think we learned a lot today. I think this was a very productive hour and change. Yeah. All right. Anybody got any last thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, someone uh, send me a good uh, recipe for a margarita. Shay? Go watch We're Back, a dinosaur story, and listen to John Goodman be a T-Rex. Time's off for now, Christian Crusaders, and we'll talk to you next time on the couch. The first large animals to leave the ground were so extraordinary, they're almost beyond imagination. Oh, there's a big surprise! That's an incredible... I think I'm gonna have a heart attack and die from that surprise! My agent says to me, go on a cruise! <laughs> you don't have to follow Sinbad, and you don't have to follow Caratop, and you get to eat with the captain. So, am I eating with the captain? Am I eating? Am I even on a cruise anymore? <laughs> Somebody get my agent! On September 11th, I was asleep, and I got a call saying that uh, the World Trade Center is gone. And I thought, oh, you know, all right, great. They evolved into a huge variety of species. A remarkable advance in the history of life.